Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. 657 Medium Wave, Radio Pulpit, we trust the Father is doing you well, blessing you so much in a mighty way. The best of friends you and I are, and I am talking to Prophet Lengwem Dimba. She's on the line. Greetings to you, Prophet, and welcome. Greetings, greetings. Thank you. I've, I've missed you. Missed you so much. Missed you so much. And uh, how have you been? How have you been? I've been well. I've been well. A couple of stressful weeks, but it comes with the job. But yeah, we are well. There's a particular kind of weather that you actually were anticipating. And uh, it happened. (laughs) (laughs) It happened, yes. Uh, Whenever it rains, I go out and dance because, wow, blessings and blessings. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Let him hear what she is saying. Yeah, so yeah. We, we love the rain. If it yeah. rains in the physical, it's also raining in the spiritual. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I'm saying, let him who has ears hear what she is saying, because when she says, when it's raining, I'm dancing. What does it mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, you must have spiritual ears. Okay, now, um, we are talking about conflicts that could lead to spousal splits. And uh, these conflicts happen much of the times. And I don't know, perhaps maybe I may speak under correction. I am yet to see a marriage that is without those sparks of conflicts at at this stage, you know. Uh, I haven't seen any. Uh, If there is any, uh, and some people would say, I appreciate my mother and my father's uh, marriage because I have never seen them fighting. Let me tell you, they just didn't do it in front of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, when they were with you, they were holding hands and all lovey-dovey and stuff. Man, there would be some wars going on. Uh, and, and so, uh, and I'm not condemning, you know, the marriages. Um, I'm just saying that uh, it is very rare, especially, you know, in my walk, I haven't seen any marriage that one could say, oh, yes, ours is without any sparks, you know, mm-hmm. of conflict, uh, of interest, misunderstandings, uh, misbehavior, conducts there and there, and all those kinds of things and stuff. Yesterday I was talking to an old colleague of mine uh, who has this large practice, you know, medical practice, and uh, uh, she was saying, you know, as a pastor, I'm calling you so that you can be able to give me guidance uh, because I have a friend that I pray with. And this friend has decided to divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said, why? It says, yeah, because there is conflict of interests and there have been fights for quite some time about a particular conduct. And this has, le- has led to conflicts that uh, ended up separating them. Says, look, these people have been together for as long as we can remember, since university days, you know, and got married, uh, they are kids, and they are blessed, you know, they are blessed. I mean, they, they, they have their money, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, this woman... Is seems to have come to conclusions and then brought on uh, on a conference call she basically says look 
uh, I'm at a stage where I want to find peace with my option of getting off this marriage. And I don't think I would get back in because of the conflict that has hurt me so bad. And we're not talking here human uh, violence or gender-based violence, even though, it's, even though when we speak about this topic, that would also come in. But here mm-hmm. there has not been like uh, any GBV, but what has been there would be a manipulation of trust uh, mm-hmm. to an extent that uh, the guy had a kid outside. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, even though this was resolved, and let me put in inverted commas, amicably, uh, there seems to have been a development of recurrence. In other words, these, this thing, even though it was solved, the affair sparked up again, and it's back on, or somewhat, somehow, there are what we call nocturnal contacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where if you go on business, that contact may be there, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. I've seen a conflict of people that I was counseling, and sometimes they stopped the car. I remember they, would call, they were calling me, and I was driving, I think, to Pretoria, but they were at the airport here in Joburg, and they were fighting, and this lady had just, as they were saying, this lady had switched off the car on the highway while the car was running, was running, mm-hmm. and threw away the keys into the open field. And there's a lot of grass on the side. And, it, and it's at night. And the lady decides to call me and says, yeah, we have this conflict because actually when I arrived at the airport to fetch my husband, I saw that lady. Yes, Yeah, I saw that lady. Even though the guy came towards this side because he was asking me, where are you waiting for me? Where should I look for you? And I said, no, no, no. But I went to stand somewhere else so that I can see where they collect the bags. And then when they went to collect the bags on that uh, bag thing, I could see them together. But when they were coming out of the gate, the guy came out first. And then we left. And I said, look, I saw you with someone. And says, no, I have not been with someone. He says, look, I saw that person today on the airport. And he says, no, 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 I haven't seen that person at the airport. He says, look, look at the phone. I recorded you. You were together. You kissed uh, at the, the bag collection and all those kinds of things. Stuff. And says, no, it could not have been me. And then she went on uh, uh, through the stairs and then they could see the lady coming on on the other side. Rushed, her, rushed towards her with the husband and the fight started. And the guy says, no, but I didn't see him. I, was, I, I, didn't see her. I wasn't with her and all those kind of things. And they left. And as they were leaving, the wife says, no, man. No, man. This can't get us tired. Mm, I saw you. She switched off the car while it was moving in the highway. Do you know what, it, what the car does when you pull out the ignition key? Yes. It's like it's exploding. And the guy packed on the guy packed on the side. He wasn't saying even a word. But you could tell that the lady says, I'm 
done. I'm walking away. What comes mm-hmm. to mind? Uh, you know, when I was pondering on, on this um, topic, you know, it's a fairly subjective question. Um, why do couples divorce? Yeah. And there are many reasons, um, but infidelity is mm-hmm. in the top, poor yeah. communication, yeah. Um, incompatibility, you know, lack of romantic intimacy or sex. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we uh, grew up, the idea of marriage was like a lifelong commitment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was for the primary purpose of having and raising children. And, you know, if you look now and you look in the past, like you are saying now, people will always refer to their parents' marriages and say, oh, I've never seen my parents fight. Uh, my parents were loving to the end or whatever it is that they experienced. But now it has changed so much, you know, and uh, the, the, the issue of marriage is now evolving from being about a lifelong commitment and a primary purpose being to have a family into an emphasis on individual fulfillment and satisfaction, mm. which is something that we have not been able to get a grasp on to say, you know, because if you are married, you are not an individual. Yeah. If you are married, it's not just about the one person, it's about two people. If you are married, it's not even just about the two of you, it's about the extended family as well. Mm, mm, you know, mm. So we are trying to squeeze out of this union, you know, individual fulfillment and satisfaction. And I don't know if anyone has ever been able to achieve that in marriage, mm. but... Uh, you might not be able to achieve that. That is why we are most unhappy, because it's about what I want, what I need, um, versus what do what do we want? Because now the, the two have become one. Mm. So, so it's not just an individual need. It's about how what do you, what do you want? What do I want? Where do we meet each other halfway so that both of us are fulfilled? And then second to that, what do our children want? What do they need? How do we want to structure our family? in our house, within the world of our home, right? And then you've got my family and his family. And then how do we then incorporate them into this union? Because you will find the whole, now I was laughing, at one of the main reasons of unhappiness for many young wives now is this, I have to go to an event, you must cook, you must do this. But I've seen a change also, you know, in how young men are thinking. You know, yeah. I, I, this one had posted to say, when we go to an event, they must not give my wife pumpkins to cut. You know, yes. they must not give my wife onion to cut. You know, things like that are evolving. Whereas, you know, we would just probably grumble, to say, but why is he not protecting me? You know, one of the things is lack of protection from each other's family. So mm-hmm. how to, how, what does that look like for us? Yeah, you know, yeah. so and, and and that's another very very big one that you know we don't actually even talk about prior to counseling. How does protecting one another or our union from our respective families look like? So there are many common you know uh, causes of, of of divorce, but I I think you know a, a platform like these, especially for Christian marriages, how do we then shape our marriages in this new? And either where individualism is important, where self-fulfillment is important, where, you know, women are empowered more than men, where there's a lot of things that are changing in the world around us. How do we then, you know, incorporate that to what God wants our marriage to look like or what we want our marriage to look like and have successful relationships? Because a lot of these things that are taking us to court are external. Mm. You know, we got together because we love one another. We got together with mutual respect for one another. But the moment I go to work and I hear that my friend has been in the Range Rover and I'm starting to think, what's wrong with you? 
you know, why why are you not doing that for me? I'm on social media, I'm looking at another guy bringing roses for the, for the wife or doing, you know, whatever. And we forget that what we see on, on, on social media is what people choose to show you that might not be their everyday life that yes. you are comparing or aspiring to. So there, there, there's a lot of pressures in our today world. You know, right now we are going to the holidays. People will be going on holidays. People will be posting. And some of the couples will be staying home. And that's, you know, how we are going to be weighing our, our husband's commitment to us and the family and the marriage. Say, you didn't even take to take us on holiday. You know, hey. uh, uh, without looking at, you know, where we are, who we are as a family, our earning capacity, our limitations, and, and all of that, and coming together to say, okay, we've got these limitations. This, these our, this is what we want our marriage to look like. How do we overcome that? You know, that is why I, I advocate for people to be industrious in their marriage and their relationship. If your salary is not cutting it, come together. What can we do to be, to have the kind of marriage yes. that we want? Yes. To have the kind of fun that we want to have, rescaporana, you know, what do what can we do? Should we sell sweets? Should we sell ice cream? What, what do we do? So instead of doing that, then we beat each other down, you know, and, and say wapalwa or this or that. But there's so many reasons why couples divorce, and you know, even now when I do today, we're not going to finish them. Mm. You know, um, there, there are times when. Conflicts reach such a peak mm-hmm. that words that are spoken uh, become somewhat irreversible. Mm-hmm. Even though someone may say, I'm sorry about what I said, but that has poked such painful ho- holes and that can take some time to heal. Mm-hmm. It's like the style and go it's a favor. Yes. I'm better than you. I can do better without you. Uh, I don't need you anymore. Or, you know, you are nothing compared to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually earn more than you. And all those things. Such ways are painful. Uh, during conflicts, they continue to cut into a person, even though one has made peace. They continue to be those flaming swords mm. that are conflicting one inside. What's your take on that? Um, I always say when I'm counseling couples, um, mm. you know how you handle conflict is the single most important predictor of whether your marriage will survive. You know, uh, as couples, we're always going to have conflict, and at some point, we'll have bitter, you know, bitter battles. And you know, I know there's uh, people say don't go to bed to bed to bed angry, but I can tell you, a majority of couple couples they actually go many nights to bed angry yeah, with one another. Absolutely. You know? So that is the reality mm. as opposed to the things that we say. You know, when we are trying to encourage and build one another, but you know. Um, how long you, you could stick it out, how long can you stick that out when your home is supposed to be a place of peace? It's supposed to be your release from the daily grind. So when I come back home, I can actually hope to have and start doing other stressful things like arguing and fighting and, you know, and being highly emotional and being in a stressful environment. My home must be my place of peace. Mm. And it must be a place where I release, you know. And, and you find who your home now is more stressful than your worst day at work. So in a good marriage, your spouse is your partner. 
you know, your spouse is your shelter from the storm. You know, your number one cheerleader when you're down. You know, so in a in a high conflict marriage, you know, your spouse is, is, is emotionally dangerous to you. It's even worse than a terrible boss at work. Mm, you know, mm, so mm. so we need to avoid behavior like that where we now become emotionally dangerous to one another. Or even when you go home, driving home, you are practicing or you are already planning, you know, to to, to, to be a, a, a toxic, you know. So for 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 me, that that is the ideal. The ideal is let us work towards you know being emotionally safe for one another. Let me not be emotionally dangerous to my spouse. Hmm. You know, uh, in some instances, one goes on and laments quite a lot uh, about the cutting swords. And and what captures my mind is how people even rehearse Mm. uh, the hostilities uh, when we come to the issue of talking about moments and events that would lead up to this. I'd like us to look into uh, the rehearsals of conflicts we have spouses who rehearse mm. the conflict. Uh, like you said, Hore, how so? I'm going to say this. If she says that, I'm going to say this. If she t- she does that, I'm going to do this. If he does that, I'm going to react like this. Uh, and, and they rehearse that. And that is why then the conflict catches the sparks of fire because the two are already on fire within themselves. Uh, something to look into when we come back we'll touch on that radio buzzing of life 657 a.m radio pulpit understands that praying alone isn't always easy so join us to form a chain of prayer for you and with you to do so send in your prayer requests on 067-429-7564 that is 067-429-7564 or alternatively email us on prayer at radiopulpit.co.za that is prayer at radiopulpit.co.za In today's rush world there is limited time for yourself your cell phone however is with you all the time so why not use it visit our radio pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Share our passion for life on 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave. I'm talking to the prophet Shlengwen Timba. Follow her on TikTok, man, and see what she does. Uh, I am actually intrigued by the uh, products of hairs that she also does. I didn't know uh, that uh, these people could have skills even up to that. I thought they, they... you know, are speakers, and she's an entrepreneur, uh, working, you know, wearing those blue overalls and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought she's that, but hey, she also does this. It's amazing. You um, want to change the narrative. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, we are coming to the aspect where uh, we touched on, and even off air we were talking about, uh, spouses who basically, and moments of conflicts, and spouses who go and 
when they have a misunderstanding, conflicting issues, uh, issues of difference. These easily lead to conflicts. And these conflicts, and as I said, there, there are words that are spoken which becomes very hard to retrieve. I mean, if you call your spouse ugly, fat, mm. you say you're fat thing and you, uh, you say useless thing, you stupid, you say to them they are a fool, you say raka to them, you know. Basically, those words are difficult to retrieve if there is mm. a possibility of retrieving them. They're very difficult to retrieve. And someone goes on to even uh, label their spouse, belittle their spouse. Mm. The, the second one is that one of condemnation. Things like, you will never be all right. You will never come all right. Uh, many people don't realize that you are affecting and com- uh, condemning your spouse in the conflict. Uh, what is contained also in the conflict is condemnation. And many mm-hmm. people are saying these things, you know. Uh, you start to speak about their features, you start to speak about their mental, whatever it is that you've exo- uh, absorbed, uh, you know, or observed in them uh, mentally, uh, emotionally. Uh, there are things that, you know, you have uh, found, you know, with regards to spouse. And sometimes you have seen weaknesses and you start to speak about those weaknesses in label you know, labeling, mm. you know, um, I, I know, uh, I, I, I know of that clip. I, I don't know if you know that clip. This guy is blind and he's, he's fighting with his wife. And his wife yeah, says, yeah. Yeah, says yeah. uh, Stevie Wonder. And he says, Hapa, Yamtuga. And says, yeah, Stevie Wonder, which means, it's condemning him because of mm. his uh, condition, uh, his incapacitation or his disability. And many people do not like that. You know, it stays long because they feel you, you wield power over them when you speak of their weaknesses. I read an article in the morning today before I went for a run. In the morning, and, and so, because it's just too early and too dark, you know, and said, okay, let me read this article. And in this article, this lady says, there are things that you should not say to your spouse. And then she starts to mention all those things, and I think about this topic now. Uh, and as we mention these things, I start to remember them. You can't call your spouse a fool. You can't uh, uh, blaspheme at their family. If you found their family, their family maybe were very much disadvantaged compared to yours. And when you have conflicts, you speak with regards to them. It will lead to spats. And it can actually drive your spouse away from you, back into their families, and where he or she will divorce you. And there are times when you would see one speaking uh, about the weaknesses of the spouse's relatives and says you can go to your people Baba Sarutehang. you can go to your people Baba Aglibale you know you can go to your relatives mm-hmm. your, your fat relatives and all those kinds of things you can go to them uh, others are even very much racist when it comes to that 
And to us, uh, we see this as a conflict that can lead to a split. And also gender-based violence. There are conflicts that also the gender-based violence can definitely lead to to spousal splits. What comes to mind? Um, You know, some of us in in our marriages, you know, we work in companies where we are involved in strategic planning for our companies. And one of the things that is critical when you're doing a strategic plan for your business is to have the communication plan. Mm. You know, in marriage, uh, likewise, you are building something. You are building a particular brand, a particular product that you want to see yourself become within this marriage. But we never uh, sit to think about what the communication is going to look like within this marriage. What is the communication plan, you know, when we are in conflict, when we are happy, when we are experiencing anxiety, when we are, you know, how do we do, what do we do, how do we communicate to one another, in feeling this out, you know, leaving the other person feeling, you know, some, some type of way. So these things, things, we are happy to apply them to make money for other people. And yet in this very important aspect of our life, our marriage, you know, we've never said to consider what does the communication plan look like for this marriage? So, you know, uh, people who don't communicate well cannot resolve any issues together. And, you know, they tend to suffer more misunderstandings and hurt feelings than those who learn how to communicate and, and, and resolve conflict, you know, respectfully. When mm. inability to, to communicate turns a problem-solving session into a, into a shouting match, you know, you could have sat and have a session where you're solving a problem, but now, you know, you are shouting at one another. And that will eventually kill the love and the intimacy and the respect in your relationship. You know, to make it through um, tough times, you must be willing to be able to talk about what's wrong and, 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 and not working and decide together how to resolve these issues. You know, you, you touch also on domestic violence and, and abuse you mm, know, by, mm. by, by, by the other partner as well. Yeah. You know, it can be verbal, physical, sexual, emotional, you know, economic abuse. People mm. don't uh, believe this, but sexual abuse does happen in, in a marriage. Yeah. You know, um, economic abuse does happen in a marriage when the other partner, we actually had that uh, topic the other day when the other partner has more money than, than the other and uses that money to, to abuse the other partner, you know. Mm. So mm. some of these abuses are not things that we are used to identifying as abuse, but they happen. And we use the Bible to abuse one another in that way because I will say to you, the Bible says your body belongs to me. Mm. Therefore, I can have it and do whatever it is that I want with it. But you forget that before you are entitled to my, my body, there's a certain way that you have to communicate with me that creates the environment that I actually want to submit my body to you all mm. the time. Mm. You know, the, 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 the physical, taking care of my physical body, meaning I came to you without stars, I should remain that way forever. So now you want this body of mine, but you are not able to actually even take care of it. You know, sex is an, is an emotional thing that happens between two people. If you're not taking care of my emotions, there's no way that I want you know, to, to lie with you. You know, so if, if I can't even viral on or, or, you know, I can't go to, to Victoria's Secret to, to get the thing that I need as a woman, how am I excited, you know, to, to submit myself to you? So all these things that we think are not important are very important, which is why a communication plan is important so that we know at any given time you know, what the other partner needs, what the other partner wants, what the other partner can withstand or not in, 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 in any, you know, uh, situation. And I want to also say that the, the 
that abuse can either happen from the female or the male. It's not always the case that Gerona we getting abused. Gerona abuse, especially you know even the Bible says Korinusadi Obuang Asafet is like a, a tap that is dripping. It's, it's annoying. You know, even that, it's some form of abuse that we don't even look at as abuse because when this person thinks of coming home, they don't have a place of peace to come to. They don't have a place that is, you know, a, a, a calm and, and, and inviting for their spirit to come and rest. Every time at Lakohai, this man just knows for that woman is going to pick me with her lips. So we must always at all times be aware you know self-awareness is a very important thing in marriage because i need to be aware of what i'm doing to make my spouse uncomfortable in this marriage to make my spouse unhappy in this marriage and he also needs to do the same so if we are careful of what we're doing and we are self-aware a lot of these things can be resolved because at the moment i i i, I do something that offends me i'm already aware because i am mm. self-aware yeah yeah absolutely mm. All right, uh, when we come back, I'd like us to look into the effects uh, as to what happens then when one goes on uh, to allow conflict to reign in their marriage. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It's 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729. And our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za. Or phone us during office hours 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Get your daily bread, but also your faith in practice. It's 657 AM, the sounds of your life. 657 Medium Wave, I'm talking to Prophet Singwin Timba and touching base on the issue of conflicts. Conflicts that could lead to spousal splits. Spousal splits, rifts, violence, fights that could lead to divorce. You know, um, you know. I, I meant spousal spats instead of spousal mm. splits. Spousal spats that could lead to uh, spousal splits. We are talking about that, and we are on the effect trail now. Hey, uh, the effect of this is that number one, we, the topic is just indicative of the effect. Divorce mm. will be looming. Number two. These conflicts are are hurting so much emotionally because people don't realize that these records are packing on. You know, uh, if there's people who have files on each other, it's spouses. And I always, I always say this, you know, spouses would be sitting in front of my table and they would be laughing. And I'd say, you know what? You have so much files on your husband, or he has so much files on you, it can make you to even lose your job. What this person has is more powerful than what the internet has about you. Mm. They can speak things that the world doesn't know about you, you know, and they can speak things that the world does not think you are capable of doing. 
And, and so we need to be careful. Now, one of the things that comes to mind in this is the very fact that violence would lead to all forms of things. I've seen people dying because of these conflicts. People would die. A person would kill their own spouse. Uh, I've seen a spouse, and this is another case. There's a case, I think it was in Mamilodi, and this lady went on to see the Inyanga because he wanted to tame the husband. Uh, instead of praying, they went on there instead of counseling, discipleship. Mm. And then the Nyanga says, No, the eyebrows. <laughs> and the guy woke up when this lady was just halfway off the first eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> That was the end of the marriage. I mean, anyone would think, okay, this person is bewitching me. That was the end of the marriage. Conflicts can make you to get advices from people about your spouse that can kill the marriage even further. Uh, Conflicts has made some people to even resort to, you know, the bar launch advice. When people go to the launch or the bar and the barmen or the people around the table of drinkers, they start to tell you, oh, no, this is how I deal with my wife. Or even companions at work and colleagues would say, okay, this is how I deal with my wife. This is how I deal with my husband. Ing, 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 ing. You know? And, mm. and because of the conflict, you want a solution, and you find solutions from people who actually are not keen to see you build your marriage. Your marriage would mm. even become worse and worse and worse. Another aspect would be, uh, these things continuously, and you said this, and I just underlined it, uh, that it, it makes a marriage to be a marriage of unhappiness. And when someone is not happy with you, they will eventually look for someone that mm-hmm. will, will make them happy. Or they would be under the impression that that person is making them happy. Mm-hmm. And that is where it has a problem. It may leave you out. You know, I've seen people who basically say, I won't divorce him or I won't divorce her. I will still sleep with her. I will still sleep with him. I'll still, you know, in, 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 but I will never love him or I will never love her again. Mm. That condemnation also, you know, it, it brings these conflicts. They bring these spades, these fights. They bring that kind of condemnation in a marriage. What comes to mind? You know, when we look at our marriages, uh, just to add on what the things you've already spoken about, one of the things we haven't touched on is mm. also the effect uh, mm. of divorce on our children. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, our marriages have different strengths and weaknesses, and as a people who are married to one another, we have different personalities and temperaments. And whenever we're going through a divorce, you know, our our our, our personalities and temperaments are going to guide how we survive to the end of whatever it is we are involved in because, you know, it's, whenever people are divorcing, it's almost like it's time to get dirty. We always talk about it with my husband and, you know, we don't have necessarily have an intention to divorce, but we have a plan that if there's a divorce coming, this is how we're going to behave. This is the way you are going to live. This is where I'm going to live. And this is how we're going to handle the matters of our children. Because once we are in the midst of those things, 
you know, to, to minimize, of course, the effects are always going to be bad on divorce. But when you have a plan, it's like people having a prenuptial, people always say you have a prenup, are you already planning a divorce um, before you even married? But the truth of the matter is that prenup is a thing that is going to give them a more peaceful di- divorce than anything else because everything is agreed on to say, if we are separating, that this is what we're doing. In the absence of a guidance of how we're going to handle you know, a separation or a divorce or whatever, it's free for all. And the effects are endless. You know, we can do anything and everything to harm one another. We, you know, like you're saying, I, I, I know somebody who went um, and, and planted multi and and, you know, after planting that multi, and then he, he, he surprised, found that multi, and then said to the husband, they were actually going to go divorce. And she said, no, whoever you're coming from has put multi, no, it you it. Let me take you to my person, Atokunta, into AOGM. Till today, 10 years later, that husband is still staying at home, and he never went anywhere else. But, you know, we were actually talking about the other day, to say, you've been determined, determined, so the day is fair, like this thing, we are going to be so shocked that this man is going to start being violent, being abusive, because it's evil to do things like that to one another. Yeah. You know, we must give our, our, our each other an opportunity and a chance to choose. And also, one of, of the other effects of, of divorce is financial. It's a financial disaster for a couple to divorce mm, mm, because mm. we are used to sharing, you know, food expenses, house expenses, car expenses, fuel, um, mm. you know, cars. There's things that I don't even know how to do, I don't do. And you don't even have to hire people because this other person can provide that service for free, vice versa. You know, so economically also the effect of divorce is, is terrible on a couple. Mm. You know, there's a social effect where friends have to now choose uh, which, which side do we fall on. Do we fall on this one or this yes. one? We're going to lose some friends along the way because they can't both go with you on a separate way. You know, it can't mm. be that side and this side because uh, uh, maybe the husband has a new wife and, then, you know, now people must still be friends with me. It's not going to work. So the loss of divorce is heavy. That's why it's, it's not a decision you must just make really, really because the loss is going to be so heavy. This is also not to say that you must stay in, in, in a happy marriage because, you know, not every marriage is worth saving. And, you know, that's a personal choice in a struggling relationship uh, that a couple must make together. You know, it, it, it doesn't mean even with all these problems and effects that we're talking about, it doesn't mean that all marriages are worth saving, especially in marriages where you're experiencing violence, especially when you're married to a narcissist, especially when you're married to someone you know, who is disrespectful and does not regard your, your, your feelings as a person or married to a person who is emotionally unavailable. There's, there's so much that you can talk about that you cannot say and people, and, and people cannot change because, you know, it's a nature versus nature thing. It's in their nature to be that way and they're not going to change for you, you know, but um, before you, you head to the court, you know, think about the heavy loss that you're about to suffer and, 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 and how you have a plan of how you're going to grieve all these things that you're going to lose because we are no longer in this marriage. It's amazing how we meet as adults. And if we separate even as adults, the loss is so huge that you don't even remember who you were before being with this person. Mm. So it's not a decision you can just make easily that way because the effects of divorce you know, can be so taxing on your emotional well-being. All right, and uh, when we come back, let's do 
the final thought on this issue. We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.